Welcome to episode 7 of Lost in Immersion, your weekly 40 to 5 minute stream about innovation. Uh, as VR and AR veterans, we will discuss the latest news of the immersive industry. So let's go, and this is a special day because Seb is not with us. Uh, he's currently uh, going to Laval Virtual, and uh, he'll, be, he'll be back next week. Don't worry. So Fabien, uh, if you want to start. Yeah, cool. Thanks. Yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to hear what Seb will uh, hopefully discover and test uh, at Laval Virtual. Um, so today uh, I want to mention something that uh, was announced a few weeks back. It's uh, Disney who had uh, 50 people in their uh, metaverse division and as a part of a plan of like 7,000 uh, layoff, uh, <coughs> that team was one of the first uh, <coughs> sorry, to be uh, laid out. Um, so it's, it's a bit difficult to know if it's uh, because of the overall economic situation that is a consequence of this, or if it's because Disney doesn't uh, believe anymore in the metaverse. Uh, so a bit of uh, uh, nuance here. But um, um, what I wanted to talk about today is their vision. They had a vision uh, one year ago um, when they announced that division. <laughs> um, th that was to actually uh, uh, find the next uh, storytelling. And so it, it's, it's very interesting to me that uh, uh, like uh, such a big company as Disney, who uh, moved to, from animation to movies uh, to theme park, will also explore what can be done uh, in the metaverse. And uh, let's use the world, uh, virtual world, for now, <laughs> if we don't have metaverse yet. But um, yeah, I was. Uh, I think it would be amazing to have. Uh, of course, social experiences, uh, work experiences in the metaverse, but also, um, yeah, like the next generation of movies uh, in uh, in the metaverse. Uh, like, uh, I could go uh, connect on my headset and uh, replay a movie or be an actor in a kind of metaverse movie. Uh, and see the story from different perspectives and experience different um, uh, maybe st stories in that same story, uh, like uh, a, a merge between a game and a movie. Um, and uh, so I, I don't know what you think. Um, you maybe it's um, it was their vision. I don't know, but. Uh, uh, I was kind of excited uh, by that, but unfortunately, maybe it's not coming soon uh, from Disney. Well, uh, yeah, I, I saw this article as well, and um, we all know that uh, Disney have, has been uh, implicated in uh, VR from the start with their uh, Disney Research uh, District. Uh, they are always uh, thinking new way of communicating or creating stories. And um, the 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 main art the, the article was asking us 
uh, about what is uh, the main uh, activities of Disney and this is uh, entertainment uh, or movies and I think the place of Disney in the metaverse uh, uh, process was not that clear and I, I understand why they, they, they canceled this uh, because they all they, are, they still have all these other uh, initiative on the side with VR, with robotics, AI and all these and the, they are still contributing to, to the, the building of this metaverse by bring up, bringing up uh, some of these parts. So I, I don't think this is really frightening or this is a bad sign for the metaverse. And um, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, uh, yeah, I <laughs> don't have much to say uh, more than that. Uh, uh, this is just a way of redirecting or laying off some some people unfortunately uh, but they're they're still making research in that way mm. oh yes yeah, just one, just one thing and is that when you are talking about this kind of uh, immersive or interactive new kind of uh, seeing a movie or leaving a movie uh, i just want to rebound on that uh, with the uh, the, the, the new uh, volumetric uh, capture and uh, all these kind of all these new uh, uh, studios that are coming up from in the world. I know that one is just opening right now, uh, two hours from from Quebec, and uh, they are proposing companies uh, to to record uh, volumetric content. And for having tried that in VR, it's really very 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 interesting uh the way you can turn around and very well mostly live the the, the situation uh you don't have the uncanny valley effect you could have with 3d scans or avatars and uh you you are really living this so but well the the, the main issue with this technology is still the data flow and the data management because for uh it was like a five or a 30 second clip it was taking two two gigs so uh, if you want the whole movie it would be several terabytes and i don't know you could stream that <laughs> uh seamlessly uh, over the network but i i, I think disney is is uh, already on that uh, i saw the, some very early work in the past and uh, we know that they are looking at this very seriously yeah, yeah, I've, I've uh, been lucky as well to uh, experience it in uh, in VR and uh, from volumetric capture. It's it's really impressive, um, and uh, it can be applied for. It could be applied, uh, as you said, if um, the diffusion part of of it is uh, matches the expectation. But uh, for sports as well, um, uh, like uh, relieving. Uh, a match between two teams or being in the middle of the field um, that could be uh, super interesting as well or for a lot of other things tourism uh, visiting um, retail yeah because yeah we, we had this kind of experience uh, like four or five years ago with 360 stereo uh, capture uh, especially during concerts or sport events 
and uh, I don't know if it was if it is because the VR headsets were not as advanced as they are right now, but this technology didn't work. Uh, people didn't like it. Uh, but I know it was on the three degrees of freedom uh, headsets and uh, I guess people were getting sick <laughs> easier with that. But yeah, this is, we, we could have thought that the 360 stereo uh, content uh, would have been more used than in than it is now because for for me it's completely abandoned. Uh, nobody is using that anymore, and uh, I don't know why. It's despite the fact that the VR headset was not that good back in the day. Maybe we could we should try this again now that the VR community is bigger uh, to see that if this is something or. If we want, if we need to to wait for the volumetric uh, content to 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 be uh, mature enough. Yeah, yeah. I um, I am still seeing a lot of um, thing done, uh, especially by Matterport for like uh, 360 capture. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Like the this is more like retail or um, yeah, mostly retail actually, uh, and um, for the events part and the entertainment part, yeah, I totally agree. It's a bit um, now that um, at the same time, um, YouTube, for example, is uh, supporting 360 video. Um, so yeah. I'm not sure. That's a good question. Um, I don't have the, the numbers of people actually uh, using, uh, despite some dark industry that is using it uh, <laughs> uh, way more than uh, classic content. But yeah, we, we, I don't have the, the number. I could, uh, could check that uh, to see what is the, the real community or the real number of people using 360 or 180 uh, uh, stereoscopic video. So, um, one, one, maybe one last thing on, on this is that the capture, like the cameras that can capture that are actually much, much cheaper mm -hmm. uh, right now, um, like uh, five or Ten years ago, you had to have like two big, two big cameras with uh, big lenses, and uh, now I think um, I have I have one here. Actually, it's uh, just a very simple, small mm -hmm. uh, camera that uh, is very easy to use. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm very uh, surprised by the use that people are making with 360 cameras right now. Uh, I don't know if you see that, saw that uh, that they are using these for 360. Uh, well. 360 capture of extreme sport when you are uh, mm. like doing it alone. Uh, I'm a, uh, I'm a rollerblader myself, and uh, lots of them are using this on the stick and just making some some tricks. And through the 360 capture, they are uh, succeeding getting a, a very good image of what they're doing. Um, it, it's not using the the orbs. But it's mm. using the 360 capture to to get a 2D one, but in a, in a, in an interesting way, and I, mm. I found that very very funny the the way they are they just using it in another 
uh, use that is was created. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, yes, for sports, I, indeed, mm -hmm. the, the, the ability to capture once and then move mm -hmm. the point of view uh, where they want after, that's, uh, that's super helpful. Uh, and I, I found out that maybe it's used more than the GoPro right now because of these mm -hmm. features. And because the quality of, of course, is, uh, is better than it was uh, at the at the beginning. Now we, you, I guess, I guess you can have some 4K, uh, 360 videos and display it on a full HD uh, classic one and just move the the stream to 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 get something uh, very interesting. But it's still not stereo. <laughs> the stereo stereo 360 is still, even if it's way cheaper than it was. Uh, people are not using it that much because it requires uh, more uh, uh, work to to make it uh, to make it be something beautiful. Okay. So, if you want to bring up your second topic, maybe. Um, yeah. So uh, related, uh, still in the metaverse uh, topic. Uh, there was an interview of the CTO of Mela, uh, and the interview was mostly focused on AI. Uh, so they are also working on AI a lot. Uh, one of the most famous uh, AI researcher, uh, Yann Lequin, which is French, uh, uh, is actually a VP at Meta. So they have like um, they have a lot uh, of capabilities in AI. Um, and they want to use it for ad generation and stuff like that. Anyway, they also mentioned that they uh, want to use it um, as a way for anybody to be able to just describe what they want to see in the virtual world. And um, the AI will generate the, um, the world uh, just by understanding the description that the user wants to, um, that the user gives. Uh, we already mentioned that, I think a few weeks back. Um, I think it's, uh, the name is currently slipping my mind, uh, Opus AI, I think. Mm -hmm. um, this is the name of the company who, uh, who is doing that. Uh, so I think it's, uh, it's very interesting and very curious to see um, if, Mela can finally uh, succeed uh, by using this kind of um, of, ex of user experience, and on a more general um, meaning of this, uh, I think it's a very nice way for uh, it's a very nice user experience to just be able to describe something and to see it come alive in in a virtual world. Um, that and I think I saw something about Apple, the, a rumor about Apple maybe having something similar for AR. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's bringing uh, the creation of a world to the larger public, and you don't need to have uh, programming skills or uh, artistic skills. Uh, but at the same time, um, the storytelling skill will still be uh, necessary. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to, uh, to, uh, 
to hear what you think about that. Just yeah, for well, so just for your last uh, sentence about uh, scenario and uh, storytelling, uh, I, I just found out yesterday that U Ubisoft got their own AI for storytelling generation and uh, avatar dialogues. Uh, they, they won't use it a hundred percent, but it will help them create uh, the story for their for their games. So we are getting it, <laughs> getting there. Sorry, and uh, uh, for for the three D generation content, uh, uh, this is great. Of course, we 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 discussed it. We this is probably the best way to fatten to to to, to make it faster. And uh, because we don't have uh, the, the the workforce uh, on the 3D artist side to to make it as big or uh, as we would like to be, if we are uh, referring, for example, uh, in the movie uh, Ready Player One, uh, if you want to try to to create the Oasis, uh, we'll have uh, like 20 or 30 years <laughs> to to get there. So of course, uh, AI will will help us. Uh, create this kind of world so the the thing is right now the, the content the generated content is not as advanced as we would like it but um, we of course it would we will be there in a few months or years but the the the, the idea of, of creating uh, this 3d environment will very very quickly is it's kind of a relief for us uh, developers because <laughs> it always it always had been uh, a bummer uh, to to have your uh, your experience ready and if you don't have the 3D uh, modeling skills uh, it was just a, a real pain to get this content or you have to find some assets around the web uh, just buy a few here and few there and just bring them up all together in the the overall uh, quality was not as uh, as expected and if there are some uh, some 3d some ai generating content that can create something that is uh consistent or just you know homo homogeneous <laughs> this, is, this is the term but uh it, it would be a very uh, useful tool for for developers and as you said for for the main public as well um, because people, they have ideas and uh, sometimes they are limited by their technical skills. And if AI can bring that up, of course, uh, the, the whole uh, metaverse scene or VR scene will be, uh, will be, will be, will be better uh, for sure. Well, that's it. If you want to add something more <laughs> for me, uh, yeah, yeah. One quick thing I've I've seen as well, uh, and uh, maybe I will uh, bring that topic back uh, for a long, more longer form in the podcast uh, in the following weeks. But um, AI is also helping three um, D get more and more realistic. Mm. Um, I've seen things about uh, like fluid dynamics or clothes. Uh, clothing dynamics as well, where uh, the they run a lot of training on fluids. Um, so this takes a lot of time. The training takes a lot of, of time, mm -hmm. but actually the using the model um, for for fluid simulation afterwards 
uh, it's much faster and gets better results. I think that uh, Unreal Engine did um, a demo with uh, musculature as well, uh, where they use these kind of technologies. So yeah, AI is helping on the generation side uh, of the virtual world, but also on the realism of the game mm. engines and stuff. So. Love yeah, I, I'm <laughs> I'm really convinced that, convinced that AI is not only ChatGPT. It will bring the VR scene and VI con VR content uh, to another level. Uh, because as we talked already, uh, one of the yeah the the, the main uh, issue issues that we had creating content in VR are now addressed with AI, you, you, you mentioned fluid, even cloth, uh, the, the scenarios, the uh, intelligence itself of the object or the, the avatars, and all these are uh, answered with AI. Uh, it's still on the early stages, but we can really hope that in a few months, uh, we'll get some very powerful, powerful tools um, embedded in Unity or Unreal and it will just it will be just a drag and drop uh, create your story or create the, the 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 behavior you want your your object or your character to have and then you'll be interacting with it and uh, especially for training or teaching it's it's a very very interesting thing because this is a this was the, the most expensive part of the vr application it was the the, the intelligence or uh, that were uh, that was behind the VR uh, uh, the VR world, and this is a very good transition to my uh, topics topic. Sorry, and um, this is just a a post that um, I saw yesterday or the day before, and it's a picture of what could be. Uh, and a classroom in a, in the near future. Uh, so just to to explain, it's a, a empty room with uh, twenty headsets that can be connected all together and uh, managed uh, by the teachers. Um, and uh, this picture was taken in a pilot project for uh, low income school district and they want to bring the VR uh, experience to, to make um, uh, students access to, to some experience or content or um, uh, industrial uh, situation, for example. And uh, some people are finding it sad as or dystopian, and some are very excited with this kind of uh, vision. And uh, I just wanted to have your your insight or your uh, your vision about this, uh, Fabian? Yeah, I um, <clears throat> I totally agree with what is uh, written in the caption. Uh, I will say it for uh, for the audio part is uh, the the in-roll photo looks dystopian, but what is behind the screen is uh, is exciting. So I totally agree with that. Uh, and I think you mentioned it a few weeks back. Is um, when when we communicate about VR, uh, we often see people isolated in there. Uh, well, they look like they are isolated wearing a headset, but uh, 
actually what is important is what they are looking at uh, and like yeah i'm i'm i think uh, as you mentioned just before um one of the great uh place where uh, vr can have a, a tremendous uh, application is um uh, education and trainings uh, so especially is um it's in the low income uh, district so uh these kids maybe uh, don't have access to a lot of uh, let's say uh, travel for example so they can uh, experience things that uh, it's not real experience but vr can uh, give them a sense of um of seeing the uh, world the, uh, the access to culture in general yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so um uh, yeah again uh, uh, I, I don't think we uh, need to look at the picture uh, and uh, find it sad I, I, I find it very very cool actually <laughs> Well, uh, just to be honest, uh, I, I had two, two feelings about this. The first one was, oh, yeah, I'm excited because it's finally happening uh, to have these VR headsets at a large scale. Uh, well, even if it's a, still a pilot, but we, we can see the intention there. Uh, and then I asked myself, do really, is it what we really, really, really want uh, right now? Because we succeeded in getting the um, uh, the education part on the remote uh, access uh, people are now getting their courses at, ho at home or whenever they wherever they want do we want them to be back in a classroom uh, for doing something that they could do at home uh, on a remote uh, with a remote access um, I can't find a very, you know, an argument that would uh, give us the 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 the, 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 the this 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 way of of getting everyone in uh, in a empty room and uh, just make them experience something. Despite the fact that after the experience, they can all debrief in in the real world. Uh, all this can be done remotely and uh, i think at some point we'll have to make a choice uh, do we want to be back in uh, in irl or are we going are we embracing the remote part and uh, making everybody stay home or just gather on a time to time basis uh, i just want to have your your thoughts on that well, I um, it's a it's a, it's a very interesting um, uh, way to f see this. Um, I'm I kind of see this as um, uh, not not something that will be from uh, morning to night. Uh, like they will they won't spend the whole day uh, looking at the VR headset. Maybe it's like. Uh, I, I don't know uh, if sports, it's, uh, I don't know, two hours per week. So maybe uh, VR will be uh, two hours per week. Um, and so the, the VR headset can be used by the whole 
uh, school um, and uh, there might be also uh, budget reasons um, these these kids maybe don't have the um, uh, the level of income that allows them to have um, a VR headset at home uh, so having the opportunity to uh, to experience it at school can be a uh, well, the, just to 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 explain something, the, we we can see here some initiative where the school are buying the headsets and sending them to the uh, to the student homes, and they can keep it uh, during the whole year, and uh, okay. the next time the, next, the, the year after they can send them back or keep them uh, by buying them uh, uh, with a lower uh, lower price. Uh, so this is on, especially for high level schools, they are uh, shipping laptops and headsets right now. Uh, mm -hmm. So we can easily think, see that, yeah, why, why would you come back? And uh, for, for school, especially it's a new, uh, it's a new market as well, because they can uh, register uh, students that are not close to the school. So they are, mm -hmm. Uh, widening their uh, potential uh, student bases, so they can have now several or hundreds of uh, students at the same time. Um, and uh, for specific uh, teaching, um, like some schools are, uh, are the only one in the country or on the continent with a very specific uh, training or specific uh, learning experience, and these. Uh, this teaching can be uh, brought to anyone in the world because they can do it remotely right now. So this is a good part of it. And the, the less good part is that people are not seeing each other again. <laughs> so the social part, but well, as you, as you say, VR is bringing people all together in the virtual world. So we can, we, we, I think this is still the, the thing that people are not getting is that even if you are not close to one another in the real world, it doesn't mean that you are not close in the virtual one. And the social experience can be uh, can be done in the virtual world. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Um, um... I, I wonder if there will be an evolution of um, similarly to what we see of some companies that are full remote mm -hmm. with no headquarters and people from all over the world. Um, is this the evolution of school? Uh, like is a school will have no classrooms, but instead instead being uh, all over the world, accepting students from uh, many countries. Um, so like a, a virtual school or a remote school. Um, I, I, I know it's, it's happening already. Mm -hmm. There are uh, universities that uh, offer like remote uh, lessons and courses and stuff like that. But, um, I wonder if uh, VR will help uh, going uh, this trend going more popular. Well, the the use of VR is especially needed needed by, by the fact that the uh, when you are doing online courses or just physical courses as well, 
the, the, the media are now completely off track because uh, we, what you are seeing is just a PowerPoint or maybe a, a blackboard whiteboard depending on, on what, what you are but the 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 there is a there is a you, can you hear me still yeah yeah, yeah. okay okay just uh, just put, put the, the wrong button but um the the main problem here is that uh most now students are getting their vr headsets at home and they are the there is this uh, completely uh, this used huge gap between what they mm. can see uh, at school and what they can see at home. And uh, this is one thing that we predicted like 10 years ago and uh, when we went to the different schools and uh, told them about VR and uh, saying them that you'll see at some point um, you, you won't be uh, in the trend anymore and people would be fed up of just getting uh, PowerPoints and boring uh, boring presentation. They want something more because they can have something more at home. And this is not very uh, motivating uh, to, to, to have this, uh, this gap of uh, content they can have uh, from between home and, uh, and the school. And so VR and other immersive technologies uh, are meant to be used more in the future and um, this will bring the experience back or better uh, for, for the education uh, field uh, especially when you are doing uh, technical learning and you have some machine or industrial parts to 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 to, to experience uh, right now with the remote part it's uh, it's completely impossible and uh, especially with the the security and all safety measures as well uh, people are not uh, allowed to to use the, the machine as they were they they, they used to be uh, 15 or 20 years ago and um, they want to bring this technology technological or experience part back and i think that vr is a way to do it especially with the uh, low-cost headsets uh, that are now uh, very available, and especially schools are now getting them for the students. It, it completely eliminates uh, the, the, the budget part, as you said, when people are not uh, able to, to afford this kind of technologies. Uh, school is, is getting it for them. And, uh, uh, well, the, this is, as I said, this is what we kind of predicted and uh, it's happening slower than we, we would like it to be. But um, yeah, uh, just to, 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 to say it once more is we will have to do a choice at some point if, if we want to, to do a completely remote school or, or mm. partial, hybrid or, or not, but so at some point we will have to make a choice. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's, um, um, the the I I I am strong believer in VR, obviously, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I am also uh, a strong believer in actual uh, social experiences. So where balance can be found, I think is uh, um, is uh, yeah, balance is uh, 
having the choice in many other uh, topics as well. <laughs> yeah, the transition will be won't be as abrupt as it as it was during the pandemic yeah. or when oh, we yeah. had to, to do a choice, uh, a not real not really a choice. We we had to adapt, and uh, mm. now it's getting things are getting. Uh, back to normal, we we can step back and reflect about this. Uh, yeah. Okay. Do you have something more to add, or we can wrap it up for today? Um. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it for me. Okay, great. So we'll be back next week with Seb. Uh, we all hope that we he will be getting some. Uh, very interesting stories or stuff to 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 share with us and uh so we'll we'll see you uh, next week good uh, good evening uh, fabian <laughs> thanks <laughs> good day